0: Echoes of Glory.
1: And don't forget, whatever happens, the future's bright, future's lily-white.
2: Come on, you Spurs.
1: Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 10, Episode 5. I'm Jack. I'm Don. I'm ASD. And before we get into the pod, we all hope that you've enjoyed the new intro at the start, which we have to thank Giles for massively. Um the, the little intro from AVB which ASD was absolutely buzzing about um when we got and you, you said that your wife was telling you off because you were just listening to it over and over and over. She could just hear me in the other room and she was going, Andrew,
0: just stop watching it. <laughs> 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 because it, it is AVB, it's if we've got the video, you're gonna tweet it. It's it's I love that man. I know it wasn't the best period for Tottenham, but it, it was for my period of Tottenham when I was going, or we've talked about it a million times. I love that man. So thank you, Charles. That was honestly the best day of my my life. Forget Giles. everything else that I've done. This was the best day of my life. The
1: fifteen-second video
0: from AVB is the one.
1: <laughs> That's it. Love what it, I but Giles, Giles, thanks a lot for, for doing that. Now we've got, well, we've got a painful game to talk about today, haven't we? Spurs three, West Ham three. Um, but before we talk about that, we should talk about comebacks. Because um, West Ham's against us was obviously a really big one, but to lighten the mood a little bit, so we're not just moaning about the fact we threw three points away, I want to talk
0: about the best Spurs comebacks that you've so seen. We threw two points away, and the um, can we not mention Ajax? Because everyone knows about Ajax. We've done that one. Yeah. And the you know the one I hate is the bloody we scored in Fergie time, one-one. Clint Dempsey. Yeah, it was yeah, snowing. Yeah hate celebrating a draw like it's the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I know the context was it was Fergie's United and all that sort of stuff. I just it just goes through me. For me with that it's like so that game finished
1: 1-1 like that that's not a comeback. Do you know what I mean? A comeback's been like two or three goals down absolutely dead and buried. Like, like Ajax, right? When you're just mm. like you're done. Like yeah, there's games. no way you're coming back and then from out of nowhere you do. Like and that's the power of football what makes Comebacks absolutely brilliant. So, to, Don, have you got any that you that you can think of front of mind that yeah, are,
3: like Obviously, obviously, the, obviously against West Ham at at, at West Ham. Oh, um, Bale. Ah, uh, not Bale. I mean, that's that is a comeback, I suppose. But not not oh, Yeah, yeah, the, Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, uh, I mean, that's a proper comeback. And the, the other game that stands out for me wasn't really a comeback as such, but. I suppose we're going to talk about, you know, Bale's uh, uh, second debut, but the Bale, uh, the Inter Milan game at mm. the San Siro, although it yeah. wasn't a as such, we were, you know, we still lost the game, but he scored a hat-trick, which kind of then ignited so much for us. I think then that game gave me the belief that we could do things in the Champions League. Almost, yeah. It took Bale to the next level, but it also... Sort of solidified that we really did actually mean to be in in that in the Champions League. So yeah, not so much a comeback, but it's about the amount of goals that were scored in such a a quick succession.
1: Yeah, that first game you talked about uh, on the West Ham one. So anybody that doesn't know that, um, we were two 0 down um, at half time in that game, uh, Mark Noble had scored a cracking half volley, and Tevez had scored a free kick, and we were just absolutely dreadful. Um, but we fought back to two two. Defoe got a penalty, and then Timu oh. got a lovely volley for two all. That was probably after about an hour, and we we're thinking, right, here we go, we've got
0: level. And it's then worth, uh, it's worth giving context here because they had got who was it? They got Tevez and another Argent another Mascherano. Mascherano. <laughs> No one knew how they got it, but they were going down as yeah. well. Like this was the game. If if they lost it, it would probably send them down. So it was massively on them.
1: Yeah, and, and we obviously fight back to two two and you're thinking right here we go, Spurs. And then Bobby Zamora comes on for West Ham, former Spurs player as well at that point. He yeah. scores in the 86th eight, touch. 86 minute, 87, like it was yeah, late, isn't it? late. And you're thinking, Oh, that is typical Spurs. Three-two, we've thrown it away. Then we get a free kick, which is like oh, it that free kick the Berbatov scores to make it three-all must be like the closest you can get to being yeah. a penalty Like it's right on the line. Um on the edge of the box, and somehow he manages with very little power to just place
3: the ball right in the top corner for free all. He, does. he just places it. He doesn't there's no power in it at all. It literally is it's going up there. And there
1: was nothing like they had a defender on the line. It was just like it was perfect placement for him, wasn't it? And then and then to nick it four-free in the last minute when again we so we equalised for free all, and then they were all over us again. And they had a couple of corners and we we're thinking, God, we're hanging on again, and we broke and our Canadian right back, what the hell our right back is doing up there at that point in the game, you don't even know. Taps in a rebound, and why wow, the scenes were just unbelievable, Mate, weren't they? It's Do you from know their
3: corner? Corner. On, just their corner. Just before that, though, Defoe sort of dribbles, 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 <laughs> until he knows that he's in a position to shoot, right? But there are options. This is what yeah, I really the so well options. About. Yeah.
2: It's so <laughs> greedy.
3: He yeah. literally is. There's loads of people darting about. He could have just squared it, anything, but he waited until he got, you know, as close as he could to shoot. And luckily for him, it, you know, the, the keeper sort of parried it away and it fell into the to the path of of, of Paul Sorare. But yeah, I mean, I, I went from this really angry Spurs fan, like just don't, don't shoot, don't shoot just yet, into like, oh. Ah, oh, thanks. Thank Thank
0: Lord, Lord, that that's one of the games where you remember. It's like Diana Staltieri that you remember where I and AVB I remember where I was at that point. I was in Exeter Uni. I was in like the um, rec center, wherever it was, the main bar. Um, and there was an American girl who I worked with at Pizza Hut who knew the woman who was now my wife who was there, my girlfriend. So it was all legit. Wanted to watch a football game. This was our first game. There was a Hasidic Spurs Jew next to us, ringlets, hat. He had the Spurs flag. Every Spurs game, he was there. And and there were loads of West Ham fans. And it just went. It the place went mental. It 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 was brilliant. What I love about that game is as well
1: that we were we were winning in that game for about fifteen seconds. Like we were behind or drawing the whole game for an hour and a half and yet we got in front when there was 30, 15, 30 seconds to go. It was okay. absolutely brilliant. The only thing that's a bit bittersweet is that they did stay up that year, because that would have been brilliant if they had gone down. Um,
2: yeah.
1: that, was a, that, was a, that was a great
3: shout-on as a,
1: as a big comeback. That was a
3: quality work. Just just on that game as well, I mean, we talked about the foe, but Taneo's goal, I mean, Aaron Lennon, if you recall, yeah. he kind of just, like, hit it on the side of his foot. he's jumped and just sort of volleyed it into his path. It's a really, it's a, quite a strange guy. Any... isn't it? Yeah, I've never seen anything like that but since then, really. Did Garley so... Ghali play in that game?
1: Yeah, I think he did. I mean, our team was absolutely dreadful as well. Like it was, We were, we were shocking. So it sound, that was the Garley era, isn't it? But, yeah, so yeah, yeah. When, when that he up, then.
0: Say that again, Don. It's Martin Yell, then? Martin Yell. Martin Yell. But, so okay. I really miss being in a, in a crowd. I miss being at White Hart Lane proper and I, I just miss going to football, right? So I've been looking at crowds. I've been trying to find limbs, right? Because we all know what limbs are. Limbs are crowds where you can't see seats. You can just see this waving body. For Spurs, optimal limbs has to be Crouch's goal against City, right? That, that's the limbs for Spurs. I, I like think... the only other one that comes close to
1: that is Kane's mask goal at White Hart oh, Lane. Oh, yes. We know he scores and rips his mask. Yeah. That was... That was in. That's the most mental I've ever gone at a goal. Oh, really? Yeah, that was, that was, that was absolutely insane. Because I was there with my dad, and where we were in the Paxton Road, as soon as he hit it, you we knew it. We yeah. knew it straight. We were like, you know, there'd have been that little section of the Paxton Road that would have known a split second before the rest of the
0: ground that that ball was going in the back of the net, and it was just, oh, it was incredible, absolutely incredible. Most mental I've gone is when I was with you, Don, and we saw Kane's first North London derby, the two, the two one with the header. From uh, Bentaleb's ball went mental for that goal, and the the second goal where we scored two in two minutes against Arsenal or whatever it was. You know Lennon, uh, Bellin and Lennon. Um, my sparkers through ball wasn't it? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, the other limbs video. If you want to watch it, so, Do you remember England went up to Scotland to play and they drew two two, but there's a Scottish fellow who scored two identical free kicks and he scored oh. them five minutes apart. Watch the second goal of that. The Scottish fans are mental. Um, Anyway, my comeback, bit of a weird one, because we ended up drawing the game, but we won on penalties. Hull. Here comes Hull up the motorway. Um, It's Capital One Cup 2013. Siggy scored my favourite Spurs goal I've ever seen live. The reason I like this is because me, I think I was with Van and Holiday Dan. A dwarf sat in front of us who had a mohawk, but sort of spikier and so honestly I've got a picture of it. It looked like there was someone somebody had put a pineapple on the chair on the just the top of the chair in front of me and I couldn't bloody see. They scored two really early on, right? They went two and look like, like ten minutes gone. And the like three guys next to us left. So all they did was they went they went all the way out to end seventeen. They saw Tottenham basically lose two nil. A bit like when I walked out of the West Ham game where I saw us yeah. lose and yeah, Game, I was there, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the team Friedel, Walker, Norton, Polinio, Cabal, Vertongan, Lamella, Dembele, Defoe, Ericsson, Sixer. Not a bad team, mm. and uh, and then we won. Kane scored in extra time, or he must have scored. When did they score? I oh, know we had a Friedel own goal, and then there were two goals in extra time, sorry, and then uh, it went to Pens and we won 8-7. The only game I've ever seen on go to Pens. Anyway, that's that's the one that came to my mind, weirdly, first of all. I feel like in, we're, we're forgetting two of the biggest comeback games. I mean, obviously, the one at the Emirates. The one at the
1: Emirates and the, the one at home to Villa. 125-year anniversary. 4-1 oh, down. All the Villa fans were taunting us, singing happy birthday to you. I mean, we were dreadful that night. We were so bad for about 70 minutes. And then from out of nowhere, we just... We just like become like prime Barcelona for the last 15 minutes and score three goals. It was, and Eunice Cabal got the equaliser. Now, I was in the Paxton Road for that, but I wasn't in my season ticket seat. I was sat right down the front. Um, and when the Cabal goal went in, again, the scenes for that were just absolutely insane. Do you remember he took his shirt off and he yeah, ran over yeah, to the yeah. boat with Martin Joel? And it was like Cabal saves Joel's job. And he got sacked about two weeks later. But that was an amazing, absolutely amazing fight back. Um, again, classic Spurs, like a big like, anniversary night for the club, you find yourself 4-1 down to Villa uh, after an hour, it, it wasn't great. But that, again, that was a fantastic fight back. And it it just seems like in a lot of these games, you're just dead and buried. It's that first goal, isn't it? As soon as you get that first one back, you think, oh, hang on, we you know, we've got a chance there. I know we're not going to talk too much about the Ix one, but that was exactly the same, wasn't it? Like, no one really saw us coming back. But as soon as you get that first goal, you think, oh, you never know. And then the second one goes in, and then and then you're right in the game.
0: Yeah. Can I give you two? Um, one, one is a 3-1, where, where we came back from being 1-0 down, and that's City. Do you remember yeah. Nasri scored quite early on? And they were sort of on top. They had spent all their money. They had a great team. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, who scored? Was it Defoe got a goal? Bale got a goal. Oh, Dempsey scored the first one, yeah. didn't he, from across from Bale. Then Defoe, amazing goal, took it. He had, um, what's his face, company in front of him dinked it to, to the right and curled it round Hart. What an amazing goal. That went mental. And then after that, Bale scored with a lovely through ball from Huddleston. That was amazing because that was three goals in re- really quick succession. And that felt like a comeback, you know, because we, we were losing that game. And we yeah. didn't just win it, we won it. And I can't yeah. remember what the other one was. I also is. think that there's, like, there's something amazing, like when you score
1: a couple of goals in a couple of minutes... Mm. Like, you go man for the first one but then when you score again like you
0: just go absolutely crazy because it's like oh it very God. rarely happens does it that you get two or three goals in, in a ten minute spell Mate the best one for that is the Man United game where we scored three goals in seven minutes to win 3-0 I told you before we got a man sent uh, We obviously I was right next to the away fans that we were taking the piss out of a Man United fan he went so mental after the first then the second and the third goal he got chucked out it just went off on one. <laughs> so right.
1: How is how does football mean that much to somebody? Do you know what I mean? That they're gonna they're gonna completely lose their minds over it and get kicked out of the stadium. Like uh, like
0: the ones which are like, come on then, let's like they're never gonna fight. They're yeah. never gonna fight. You're not gonna fight outside, you're not gonna get to each other. Like what it what are you doing? Anyway, sorry,
1: I'm talking a lot. No, but that 3-0 that you mentioned there against United, the iconic thing for me, because I wasn't there for that game, is the Martin Tylers screaming Lamella. Lamella! On the one, one <laughs> two, three. Yes. That is so good. That is so good. But we've got to talk a little bit about the comeback at the Emirates, because I know we briefly mentioned it, but it wouldn't be right to be talking about Spurs' comebacks without that. That is probably, like, the, the most shocked I've ever been at a comeback. Like, that for oh, me was... Oh, awesome. oh. No, the 3-2. The Oh, we okay. down a half time, I, yeah, and it was like there's no well, there's no way we're coming back in that. There's just just no way. I mean, the four all we should have lost that four all game about ten nil. Like that was just, like how we got a draw out of that. I don't know. Um, but the three two, I was like, no, we're done. Like there's absolutely no way we're coming back.
3: I am. Um, I just moved into my house and we were decorating the house, and it was a Saturday, and I knew the game was on, and I said some. I said to uh, to my wife, like, you know, I've got to watch the game. And, you know, you sort of reluctantly, you don't want to, because you don't want to leave a painting. You don't want to yeah. say it's a and thing to do, but you like, just to go and watch a game. So I said, look, like, I'll tell you what, I'll watch the second half. So okay. I went down to the pub and I walked in there with a Spurs shirt. Bear in mind, I don't, I've just moved to a new area and I've walked in there and it's just full of Arsenal fans. And one guy's come up to me and said that he's gone... Um, you know what the score is, Dania. And uh, I've gone, yeah, I do. And you know, like, you don't really want to speak to an Arsenal fan, even though he's like, yeah. don't know me, but he's he's sort of semi rubbing it in. So yeah. I'm, not in, I'm trying not to engage. I've got a pine. I sit, like, at the furthest corner away. There are Spurs fans in here, by the way. There's probably about three or four of them, but they're, they're the type of Spurs fans. They've gone to, they've all cuddled together, but they're not taking it seriously. Because let's be honest with you, we would we would normally lose this game, but they think, well, we are going and represent, but we're not gonna to get too heated about it. All of a sudden the goals started to sort of go in and you yeah. could feel this momentum getting up. And I've got I've got a packet of peanuts, I've got the Cronenberg sitting on the side, and the goals are starting to get in. So anyway, the 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 Spurs fans know that I'm Tottenham as well. But you know, and I think, I think I think Rafa got a goal, didn't he? And Rafa does the old yeah, you know, so you know, you get up and you are starting to get round up. Anyway, who scored after Rafa? So Rafa scored. I all got the first one, and then well, Rafa got, the got the equaliser, and then the Kabul the Kabul goal is right at the end. It literally right. is at right at the death. So we know we've won the game. So I've got up, my pint's gone everywhere. I'm telling you, <laughs> peanuts on the floor, and the biggest. I tell you what, this guy was at least like. 350 at least 350 pounds huge like builder type bloke and he just grabbed me started kissing me <laughs> never met before and just it was just it was immense he's like oh mate you've got to come down here a bit more often i never went back to that pub by the way but it was just <laughs> it was it was it was a it was a magical moment because you just saw the Arsenal's plan just leave just leave just leave they literally put their pints down and left the pub great fantastic Amazing! That's such a good story. Um, I guess they're sort of like the biggest Spurs comebacks, aren't they?
1: Especially in recent years. And the reason we, Oh, we got one more ASD.
0: Well, young boys was just the other one, sort of across two games, because it was we went back up to three-two in the. You know, we went. Was it three-nil down? I think yeah. in the away in the Wankdorf Stadium, and the it, we were bad. And then what's his face? Ledley's understudy. What's his name? Oh, oh. Besson. Yeah, that's right. And then I think Pav got a goal, and it was like why, that was one of my first games ever, and that was with you, Don. I had shoes that had holes in them, and it was raining that night. My feet got soaked, but I remember dancing down um, Seven Sisters Road with you, like of my Road with you. Just we, we had a proper good time, and then Crouch, Crouch, Defoe with his handball goal. It was just it was just a great day that day. Sorry, mate. Okay. No, no,
1: no. The reason we're talking about comebacks is because we we're on the receiving end of a comeback uh, at the weekend against West Ham. So Spurs free, West Ham three. Um, I mean, blitzed them early. 3-0 up after, was it 16 or 17 16, minutes? Yes. Um, Kane's, you know, link-up play with Sun again. Absolutely fantastic. Like, I suppose at that point, you're thinking this could be 5-6, 7-0 here. Um, what, like, what went wrong? Like, what...
3: What? How? How did that happen? Well, you know, I'll sort of comment on this to begin with. I think that, as you said, really devastating start. Um, The link up between the two. We started off early, and I think it's really weird. I think the goals. I want to be sort. Oh, I don't want to be too negative on any of the players. I feel like the goals just came too early, and we we did. We sort of took our foot off the gas a little bit. if you look at about the amount of shots, you can see that we had, just looking at it now, we had 11 shots in total to their 13. Now, it's, that seems pretty even to me, but what that tells me is, is that we kind of, we we stopped attempting any, any sort of shooting at some point during the game, because to me, it seemed like the first half an hour, those were the 11 shots. I can't, you know, I'm I'm struggling to think of any shots in the second half, or any apart from Bale's attempt. Um, Those against again, the post. I, don't, I don't even understand how he didn't get that on target. I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, there were no real, there were no real shots on target. No one really wanted to go out there and 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 get another goal. So that that to me was the main issue. I think the other issue for me as well was that. It's a combination of things. I feel that Jose could have done with just leaving the team as it was. Mm. I don't think that there were any reasons for any of the subs. And, then, and I'm including Bale in that. I know that it was great, you know, to have his debut and stuff. I, honestly, I bought, well, maybe, maybe Bergwine, Lucas for Bergwine, because Bergwine did look fired. He seems to, he doesn't really seem 90 minutes. But other than that, I don't really, in Dombele for Wink, I just don't think can... I don't think should happen. I just yeah. don't think that they, they're like for like. If Lucelso's on the bench, like I get that. But I don't see why you put Wink on for Ndombele. Um I can see why you put a defender on for indombele to try, try to sort of shore up, you know, or see the game out. Like, you might put Tanganga on and just say, look, there's your job. You know, you've got this mm-hmm. this player that I want you to go out there and just just take him out of the game. Um but I don't see why you'd you'd swap Winks for Ndombele. So you know, it's a combination of of substitutions for me. I think the substitutions weren't great. Um, they, they were they were they weren't necessary. And yeah, we we scored three goals so quickly. We had no no other. There was there was no there was no no reason to score anymore. That's how it felt. The players thought that's enough now. We've done our job. So, complacency. Yeah, I think complacency is probably part of it. I think I get your point
1: on the on the subs, Don, that, you know, bring Winks on front and belly. You're thinking, oh, is that a great move? But I guess that from Jose's point of view, 3-0 up with 20 minutes to go, you know, in a game where the opposition haven't threatened, you'd, you know, you'd probably like to think you could stick an under-18 player out there and then be able to sort of shore it up and get you through to the end of the game. So, I was surprised. I was really, really surprised um th- the, at the... I guess collapsed the last ten minutes, but it's just basic things, isn't it? Like the 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 first goal is a set piece, and it's like Sissoko just basically doesn't really go with that's his runner job, very well. He's not um, looking at the ball. He's not looking at the ball. You know that goal was very similar to the one that Calvert Lewin scored against us, where mm-hmm. it's that like that out swing, and then someone's attacking it, um like Ran onto one attacking it. So I don't know if that's. If that's just coincidence or something that the teams have looked at and identified, we're not great at defending them. But that's obviously not a great goal. The Sanchez own goal is um, is just shocking all round defending, not just from Sanchez, but Reggie and um, Lucas Moore are just asleep on a on a little one two. Reggie uh, had a two on one though, like there's not much he could do. Well, because Lucas Moore is out there as well, but he doesn't really get out there. He sort of like half heartedly goes to close it down, and it's like again, that's a complacency thing. Because probably at nil nil. You know, nil-nil. You're not going to do that. You're busting a gut to get out there to, to stop the pass. It's not great defending from Sanchez either, really, on the on on his own goal. It's one of them that's hard because he's got to deal with it. He can't, you can't let
0: the ball go across the six-yard box, but yeah. he's got to deal with it better, isn't he? Really, there's nothing um, he can do because behind him, I think Yarmolenko was coming in or whoever it was. There's nothing he could do. Um, and the equaliser is just an absolute. You know, it's an absolute screamer.
1: Um, it's not great again. It's not great from Winks because um, he's just basically got to clear his lines. Um, and I know he's been getting a lot of stick on Twitter, hasn't he? People saying, why are you not just putting your foot for it? If you know anything about Harry Winks, he's not going to do that. Like that's how you know, Harry Winks is a footballer. He's not going to tr-
0: just l- lump it into Rosehead. Like He's not. Right. I think the player was coming on so quickly, he might not have had time to pull back and then hit it as hard as that. Like he he reached out and touched it with his foot. He didn't have time to welly it. So I'm a bit sympathetic. The the third goal was a freak of nature, right? Is he tries that a million times, it comes off twice. The but the the first one shouldn't have happened. The second one we shouldn't have been in the position to concede the 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 own goal, right? He shouldn't have been in a position in our box to ram a ball in between the goalkeeper and the last defender. So if I'm that is the sort of thing, Mourinho. Will be absolutely fuming at because both. Of, yeah, you're right. The header as well because that is bare basic defending. So Soko, d- don't let him get a header on it. You're bigger than him. I mean, mm. it was a great goal by Boo, whatever his name is, and then Buffel put the ball in. Like, it, it, it's just frustrating. It's frustrating. It's them. But the way I'm seeing it is: would you have taken four points from United and West Ham? Probably. If, you know, it's. It's so frustrating that we dropped the two points in the way we did. We move on. It's more emotional because it's them. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I think I think the positives are we score three goals again. Like going
1: forward, we just look absolutely devastating at the moment. Like I'm confident we're going to get three, four,
0: five goals every single time we play at the moment. Game. And once Dyer's back, like the weakness will be our centre backs. But no one has got a good defence in the Premier League. Maybe Villa. Maybe Mings is the best centre-back in the Premier League now. Now Van Dyke's out. I don't know. Chelsea can't defend. Look, they came back. They lost. You know, I genuinely, I, I I don't see a
1: team in world football that convinced me they could keep like three clean sheets in a row at the minute. Like no one looks good at the back whatsoever. It's like uh, there's always shifts in football, isn't there? And we always talk about like styles of play. There was Pep's tiki-taka era. Now it's like all about Klopp's high press. Before that, it was jose's solid four two three one it's like and now it just seems like everyone's
0: just going to be all out attack and no one can defend yeah, yeah. would and you I think we, and what that shoots us down to down to a t uh, and it's also the start of the season right it, it's like crazy score lines are happening all over the place Aston <laughs> Villa are
1: top of the league like it's it's insane at the moment
0: it's ridiculous but, um, you but at, we're top of the assists we're top of the goals we're, we're, I'm not worried. It was a. No, I'm not worried. I I I do get
1: the impression, especially with Van Dyke now being out, City don't look great. It, it, the league does look like it's a bit. It was a bit of a Leicester year, and there could be someone from nowhere just puts a run
3: together. Mate, we're um, going to win the league and come out the title I'm challenge. Not joking? We can win the league this year. Yeah, we can win the league, but I think that what what for me requires it requires some serious attention on the defense side. You know, um, there's been talk. There's been talk on Twitter about Sanchez playing as a left-sided, uh, left-sided centre back, and how he struggles in that position. And I know we bought Rodon. 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 Is that how you pronounce it? ASD. Yeah, yeah. Rodon. And I, I really want to see this guy fast tracked into, into the team now. You know, we've we've heard a lot of, obviously on our WhatsApp group, we've heard you waxing lyrical about him and. Speaking to your Swansea mates about how great he is. And I, I honestly think that we should just just bite the bullet and just see if he sinks or swims. If he's a left-sided centre back, just put him in. Just put him in and and let's see what we can do. Or the alternative for me is I'm obviously not obviously looking at teams, but when I'm not saying Jose would do this, but when when Conte won the league with Chelsea, they went on some sort of unbeaten run and then they got they got beaten badly. And then he, it was at that point that he reverted to a, a th- a three at the back, yeah. And I, I actually think that it wouldn't be a bad thing for us. You know, we've got Sonny and we've got Kane and they're on fire. They literally, is, they'd score if you played any formation. And I honestly think we need to get it right at the back. And if that means sacrificing your Bergwijn for putting a centre-back in and having three centre-backs, well, let's do that. That yeah. would be better off, you, you know. It's only one position, and the other two are just going to go out there and and score goals for you, and that's what I, we I should be thinking. I I do actually think that
1: we're going to end up going to a back three because I think you don't buy Doherty and you don't get Regulon, you know, and play them as conventional full-backs. Like Matt Doherty is, you know, has played as a wing back for the last three seasons and he's been outstanding. So it's like. You, again, you need him in his best position. I I, I think a three-four-three three makes perfect sense with, with that front three of Sun, Kane and Bale. Kane dropping a little bit deeper to almost like be a number 10 and then you can keep your two strikes. Like I, I think that will be our best formation. The fact we've just brought in a left-footed centre-half is a big thing because that, that's sort of an area that we've been missing and more someone that's at least comfortable. I know there was talk about Ben Davis can go in there, but he's obviously not a centre-half. Um, So I... I agree with that. I think you have Hoyberg and probably Le Celso as your 2 central midfielders, and Ndombele can rotate in there. And then you have Sanchez, Alderweireld, or oh, okay. Dyer as your three centre-backs. Like That seems like it makes the most sense to me on paper. Um, sure. I think he's still probably trying to explore and figure out what his best side is at the moment. Um, but I think you know when Bale gets up and running, the thought of Bale, Kane and Son in any formation... Is just you know that like it's just terrifying. Um, so I, I agree with that. I, th- I think we look like that would be a, a sensible formation for us to go to, but who knows?
0: I, I'm not sure. I agree. I think Hoiberg sits in front of a two and drops back to just in front of the two. I, I think Jose's always wanted four-three-three, and I think that that would be Lo Celso just in front of Endon, Bellet, and Hoiberg. I think mm. that that's that's. He's looking better game by game. Hoiberg, oh, well, is my favourite signing, man. But Endon Bellet has been brilliant as well. He's really strong, and I don't know. There's something brilliant about him. It reminds me, it's going to annoy people, of Jack Wilshere a little bit, where he plays the ball just far in front of, <laughs> just in front of him, to draw the draw the yeah. tackle, but people miss it, and then he just goes round him. He's so strong. He uses his body in a way I haven't really seen the player. Use it before you know, like uh, he properly shields a ball. You don't see as much these
3: days. Well, you fun. know, Hoybier does everything that I've ever wanted out of a midfielder. Honestly, yeah. I, we it started off so badly for me. I I, I kept. I think uh, you know, it seems game by game, he's got better. But I'm I'm starting to see it's the little things that I've wanted other our other midfielders, even Dembele to do that he didn't do. It's all of those little things. What he's doing and his passing is exceptional. Yeah. It, it's, it's it's he's got it all. He's got everything that you need. He fills in, you know, there was there were times during the game where he was in advance in an advanced position, and then Dombele had to go back. And it seems like there's a synergy between the, the, the midfielders. It's just for it's just for Tangi to get up to to maximum uh, yeah. uh fitness. That's all it is. Once he gets up to fitness, I think that's that's it really.
1: I tell you nice. what I love. I tell you what I love about Hoyerbjerg is that in the international game, um, he hacked Kane down. Yeah. Okay? And not only did he hack him down, like he was so pumped up and aggressive towards him, and it's like he, uh, for that moment, like he did not care that that's that's the man at the club he plays for. Like he's representing his country at that time, and it's like I just love I love that mentality that he brings. You know, like there are much much better footballers than him in our team and in the Premier League. But you can't, you can't coach or teach that kind of fight and that spirit. Like, you can't. And it's like, I, I, look, I love him. I, there's going to be games this season, like the Everton one that we lost, where he's frustrating because he's not doing enough with the ball. But then there's other games where, like, I can't wait to see him against Arsenal up against, like, Xhaka. Yeah. I cannot yeah, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, when we play Chelsea up, up against Jorginho and just, like, just going around, kicking them and being horrible. Like, I can't wait to see that.
0: The only time I've ever hit someone was playing six-a-side for uh, Bongo Land, which was my Mormon. It was full of Mormons. And um, the other team didn't have enough. We were playing a friendly. So one of our players, a French kids, went over and played for them. I went in big on him. And he came back at me. And we had a fight. And... Uh, but just because it, it's that's the fight that you want to see, right? This is the game. This is my job, and that's what I want to do. Come on! I know we need to finish, but can we talk about Kane's goal—the first, his oh. first goal? I, it's my—it's the goal of the season so far. because he gets the ball, Hoyberg to Son, Son's on the corner of the box into Kane, and you go. Kane's got three players around him, and you go. There's there's nothing on, but he puts it through Declan Rice's leg. Declan Rice looks like um the ugly alien from Space Jam. Do you know what I mean? The tall yes. one. N- next time, have a look. But Dak, he puts it through, Dak, it just empties his soul from his body, puts it through whoever the defender was in front of him, and the goalkeeper doesn't even move. Absolutely reminded me of the other goal he scored against West Ham, where we got the ball straight from a goal kick. Do you remember? It went. The goal kick went straight to Ericsson. Ericsson, Blake, Kane. and Kane just smacked it in from outside the box. That was straight after we scored. It was a... Maybe at Wembley or at the one of the last games at White Hart Lane. That, that might. Was, have been, was that in the um,
1: in a four one win against them when we walked yes. that outrageous outside of the right foot? Oh, oh
0: yeah 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 yeah. God, I forgot about that goal. Yeah. But yeah. Kane's goal. He's going to take some beating, I think. I think he's the the best
1: finisher there is in terms of like when the ball like he manages to shoot when the ball is so like under his feet. Uh, yeah. You're like, how can you strike the ball there? Like when the when the ball's there, like he has no backlift, and bang, the ball's in the back of the net. And it's like, I've never played in goal, but as a keeper, like the keepers can't even see the ball because mm. there's so many bodies in the way. And it's like, mm. then he gets a shot off, and the, they don't even. It's not even in the corner a lot of the time. He just gets the shot away so quickly that keepers can't get set. It was just ridiculous. Look, finish, and the guy, the guy is, you know, he go, he goes up a level every season. We
0: need every, three of them. <laughs> We need one at number 10, one at number eight, and one at number nine. Like seriously, we need the spine of him because he plays the quarterback amazingly well for Sun. He can he creates better than anyone. He's the best passer in world football. His his passing is fantastic,
1: isn't it? Absolutely. And Bale Bale must be licking his lips at the thought of coming back into this team as well. Like the amount of passes that he plays through to Sun. Like imagine. Kane getting his head up, and he's going to have Sun and Bale to play to now. At the minute, he just looks for Sun, doesn't he? And it's like you know what he's going to do. Teams know what he's going to do, but they can't stop it. And what's it going to be like when there's two of them? Like it's it it look it, it's it's amazing. I'm very excited. It was a shame that obviously we didn't win because we could have probably beaten them handsomely. So it's disappointing to have only drawn. But
0: again, there's a lot of positive signs. Yeah. Um, they've their seasons peaked. You got to, Sorry, mate. You got to feel sorry for him. Like this is the best thing that's going to happen to him this season, right? They, I mean, they're a championship team at best, and they got lucky with this game. Good luck to them. You could put your flip-flops on now. Your season's over. This is the best thing that's going to happen. Move on. Amazing. Um,
1: we got two games this week. So, we've got Europa League uh, Thursday night, and then we've got Burnley uh, away in the league at the weekend. What, what are our thoughts and predictions for, for the two games
3: this week? Um, Europa League game. Um, it'd be interesting to see who plays, actually. So, I don't know. You know, you, you almost think, that there was there any casualties? Will Kane play on Thursday? It's a home game, isn't it? So, I doubt he will play, but you would expect Carlos Vinicius to start. So, interesting to see how he does. Maybe um, Bale as well. Bale
1: might, you know, start and play an hour. Like you know, it'd be, it'd be, I, I imagine it will be a bit of a rotation.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see... Um, Dale, up top, Lamella, Winksy, like there's a whole second team there for him.
3: Yeah, I mean, it'd be good to see Doku have a game out there. I don't know if Dyer will be fit. I know that it was a it was a bit of a and he was ammenanari and in and Jose before the game. Whether he'd be fit to play um, to play West Ham, so I'm assuming that he will probably be fit to play this game. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's. Looking at our group, really, this is this should be goals, goal, another sort of goals galore, um, but also an experiment, really. I, I I've got to admit to you guys, when I saw Bales, kind of like I'm really happy, but I think it's going to take a couple of games to get him yeah, right up to speed. Definitely. If we, were, you know, he he was very, you know, he's a physical specimen when he was at Spurs. A lot of what he did was just purely down to how how physically fit he was at that time and you know we, we can't forget him. That, that's probably not his game anymore so um and I it's saw that not. there was there was like, there was there was a point in the game where I think Aurier I don't know if Aurier had won the ball but he had the ball and and Bale goes give it to me and he just lost he lost it straight away and I was thinking <laughs> That that doesn't seem like the bail that I know. He wouldn't have. He would have at least like released the ball. but He tried to kind of hold on to it, and that was it. It was gone, and he 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 couldn't even get it back. Was he could do that before? So I'm I'm having to adjust my sort of thinking as to exactly what impact he's going to make on the team. Um, Saying that though, I mean I say that as in a in a negative way, but on the on the positive side, the way you sort of just skip through um for that goal attempt, yeah, you know, again, it's there there's definitely it's there. There's no, you can't like say it's not there because he, he was able to get through. Um but I think it's gonna take a couple of games. I think that it's gonna take, you know, a good a good couple of games for him to get up to speed.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I hope that with the Europa League, we sort of blitz the first few games. If we can win like the first three group games, you're pretty much through. And then when it gets to like November, December time and there's the, the fixture congestion, you don't have to, we don't have to worry as much about the Europa League because the group will almost be taken care of by then. Um, we've got Burnley in the league at the weekend, which is away from home. Normally, you'd be thinking, oh, God, that's a tough game going up to Turf Moor. But obviously, the fact that there's still no fans like... I'm really relaxed about that game. I don't think Burnley have looked great at all this season. Um, they've looked really vulnerable defensively, which you would just never say about them. Mm. Um, and seeing as how good we are going forward, like I'm really, really confident we can go up there and get a, a, a handsome
0: win. Yeah, I'm not worried. Ludigretz, Burnley, that should be six points. To be honest, up until... Like, up until sorry, LASK. Uh, up until the um, international break, I, I, I see us winning every game. Yes. I'm extremely confident at the moment. LASK, Burnley, Antwerp, Brighton, Ligue West Brom. What we should be doing is managing Bale's return for then the fixtures afterwards, because you go 21st City, and then you got Ligue a week later. Chelsea, then group, uh, then another Europa League, then Arsenal, then yeah another Europe League, Palace, Liverpool, Leicester, Stoke, Wolves. Like, and that's that takes you up to Christmas. That's horrendous. Yeah. And we're going to need all our strength then. And so get Bale moving slowly. He hasn't played. He played, what, 16 games last season. Just just take it slowly with him. We don't need him, but it's good he's there. Yeah, no, I, I agree.
1: And I think it would be... I, I'm very confident two wins again this week. So um, fingers crossed we keep the ball rolling and this attacking, free-flowing... Scoring goals for fun, football continues for the rest of the season. Um, I think we're near enough finished. Either of you got any other business?
0: Why have you not got a quiz? You... I haven't got a quiz this week. All right, I'm going to do one quickly. Um, uh, let me get one over here. I'm going to choose one at random from my football list game, so it's going to be horrendous for you. All right? oh, that's brilliant. So everyone oh. that doesn't know this feature, ASD is going to give us a
1: game and we've got, to, we've got to figure out, well, Don and I have got to figure out between us half of the start and 11
0: that ASD doesn't give us. I'm going to give you my first ever game. I went by myself. It's the 15th of September, 2008. We lose to Aston Villa. Uh, scorers, I'm not going to give you the scorers. Okay, so we played a goalkeeper. <laughs> we played... It looks four it's four four two, okay. So I'm gonna give you two seconds. This is two thousand and eight and it's September, then it's still Ramos, I think. Yeah, I think so. Sorry. So I'm gonna give you the goalkeeper, was obviously Julio Gomez. At right back you had Vedran Choruca, underrated right back. Yeah, good play. One centre back, I'm not gonna give to you. The other centre-back was His Holiness Michael Dawson. Left-back, I'm not going to give to you. Right midfield, I'm going to give you... Oh, maybe left midfield. I'm not sure. Left midfield, I'm going to give you Aaron Lennon. Centre-mid, I'm missing one. Centre-mid, Tom Huddleston. Yeah. Then what I think is right midfield. And then up front, you've got Pavlichenko and then another one. So, Gomez, Choluka missing the centre-back, Dawson, missing your left-back, left midfield, Lennon, centre-midfield, then want one then Huddleston, and right midfield, and then Pavlyuchenko up front, and I need his partner. Got it. So, if we're saying this is
1: Ramos, so centre-back, potentially could have been Ledley? No. No? No. Um, Who else was in that horrific... I don't know if we'd got Johnny Woodgate by then. Yeah, we did. We did. That's the other
0: one, yeah. It was Johnny Woodgate. It was the other centre back okay. uh, back
3: Genius. was was it Huddleston
0: and Genus then? No, Genus was on the bench. Our bench was Bentley, Dos Santos, Janus, Cesar, Gilberto, Campbell, O'Hara. Jesus,
1: that is <laughs> absolutely <laughs> horrific. Um, Looking for a left back. Um, the obvious one to go for is Asui Koto for that, nope. from that period, but um,
0: we're in number three. Um, Bale. It was Gareth Bale. Oh,
2: Jesus.
0: I mean, it's mental, isn't it? That he was playing left back.
1: Sent <laughs> to midfield. So you said O'Hara was on the bench. It would have been Kevin Prince Botang, would it?
0: No. It's a good shout. Sent um, midfield. He had Huddleston and then this fella who sort of, Bentley replaced. Zakora gone by this Zekora point. Zakora is correct. Zakora's right. Zekora's no, right. I need, what I think is the right midfield.
1: Um, which I'm going to say would have been Steve Malbronk. No. One no. of my all time favourite players. Because Lennon
0: was on the left. Well, I mean, the fact that Lennon's playing on the left. I mean, he could so I, just, I'm mean, i not sure where this guy was playing. Because if you've got Sikora and Huddleston, they have to be playing in the middle, right? But then this fella was also a central midfielder. But he was so good that he was always played that <laughs> it position. Was it was It was Modric. It's criminal, what? isn't it? It's criminal when
1: you think about it. that like Sikora and Huddleston are keeping Modric out of the centre of the pitch.
0: Like I mean, that is- Who puts... Those four downers, your midfielders, and goes, we've got one extreme wide player and then three central midfielders. Very central midfielders. All right, strikers, We have right. got the goal scorer. Um, who did you say the strike partner was? Pav and then the other one. So, um, Darren Bent? Yeah, Darren Bent. Darren Bent, brilliant. So I mean, their that's... team was Friedel, Luke Young, Larson, Davis, Shawry, Young... Petrov, Rio Coca, Barry, Abonglahorn, Carew. And what was the score? And Yeah, And on the bench, Gardner, Harewood, Milner, Guzan, Knight, Routledge and Kugula. Kugula. Carlos Kula. I
1: mean,
0: neither of those sides are great, are they? At all. Oh, it's all? bit a shock, huh? so, But Aston,
1: Aston, Aston Villa are now top of the league, so you know we can't criticise them going to win the title. Um, that was good, Esther. I enjoyed that. Um, no, that was... That was a great pod, ASD Don. Quality, as always. It's a shame we didn't get the win. Um, Two more games this week, though, so we bounced back straight away. So, pleasure, gents. And thanks, everyone at home, for listening. And remember, whatever happens, future's bright. Future's lily-white. Come on, you Spurs.
2: I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football. And I always thought that football was a very important game. But I never realised, until today, just how important it is.
1: Wonderboys boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion.
3: Well, they're
1: the finest team in Great Britain and one of the best in the world.
2: We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> the curve of the ball the billow of the net, the beating of the trap and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott, and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy and the volley. We are the hat-trick, the scissor-kick, we are Bill Nick.
3: That is schoolboy's
1: own stuff.
2: We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever.
1: Van der Vaart to level it up. Rafael van der Vaart, 2-2! It's quite a game, isn't it always?
2: We are Jennings, Defoe, and Perryman. Glory past, glory future, what was, what is, what's next. We are Blanche Flower, Ardilis and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream, to dare, is to do.